Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everybody. Good evening. I'm Dr. Gina, and welcome to Primetime. We are here at CPAC 2021 in Orlando, Florida, and it is my 10th consecutive year here. It's interesting to think how the conservative movement has really changed over the years. Conservatism has made huge gains, and the movement gained Donald Trump as really the champion of conservatism. He accomplished things as president that conservatives never thought could be accomplished in Washington, D.C. The movement uh, just recently, as you know, lost Rush Limbaugh, who was a second-generation founding father, as his producer, Bo Snerdley, James Golden, has been saying. And right now, on a national level, Democrat socialists have taken power in Washington, D.C. This is where we are right now. Democrats hold the House, the Senate, and the White House. But it's not the first time in recent history that this has happened. I'm going to take you a little bit down memory road. Back in 2008, Barack Obama won the White House, and he had huge majorities in the House and Senate. The Democrats, they held 60 seats in the Senate also. In the House, Democrats had a whopping 78-seat majority over the Republicans. But... Democrats dominated more than just Washington, you'll remember. At the beginning of the Obama years, they controlled the states also. 29 states had Democrat governors compared to the Republicans' 21 governorships. And Democrats dominated state legislators. Remember this? Legislatures. Remember this? But something happened during those Obama years. The conservative movement grew exponentially, and lots of you I know were involved in that. Americans realized they had been sold a bill of goods that they did not sign up for. The Democrats overreached, as they will over and over again. They went too far with their push toward socialism. We didn't even call it that then, though, remember? Now they readily admit they're socialists. And the Democrats started losing seats then because of their massive overreaches. But not just in Congress and the Senate, on the local level. Obama ended up presiding over a time when Democrats lost, remember this, a thousand seats all the way from the local level up to the House and the Senate in Washington, D.C. The Democrats' seats in the United States Senate fell all the way from 60 clear down to 48. Democrats lost 62 House seats by the end of the Obama era. They lost 12 governorships and a whopping, listen to this now, this is music to your ears, 958 seats in state legislatures. Socialism really killed the appeal of the Democrat Party. But they sneak back at you, don't they? By the end of Obama's eight years, Republicans flipped 13 of the 50 state governorships and ended up with a whopping 34 GOP-controlled governorships thanks to Obama. Remember when we used to say that? Thanks, Obama. 
And then there's a term in state politics called a trifecta. Now, this is where one party holds the governor's seat and also a majority in the House, Senate in a state, right? And by the end of the Obama years, Republicans held a trifecta in 26 states, while Democrats only held a total of power in five coastal states. This is a conservative country, folks. We know this. And thanks to Obama, we remembered. We remembered that we were conservatives. We have conservative roots. And we went back to them. And Barack Obama's greatest accomplishment, he gave us Donald, Day, John, Donald J. Trump. So now you're asking, what does that mean for us right now in our current state of politics and our conservative movement? Well, here we are again. Democrats hold power in Washington, D.C. once again. Joe Biden is reminding us every day why we rejected Obama and took a thousand seats away from Democrats during Obama's reign. This country is becoming more conservative every day. The MAGA movement is huge. And guess what? It's growing. Look at the local level. Donald Trump won 2,588 counties versus 551 counties won by Joe Biden. I'm going to repeat that. 2,588 counties won by Donald Trump versus 551 counties won by Joe Biden. Voters are more ready now than they ever were in 2008 to reject the liberal socialist agenda of the Biden administration. And one huge advantage for conservatives, I've said it before, we conservatives have a huge advantage right now because Joe Biden has all the socialism of Obama that Americans, true red-blooded Americans, despise. But you know what? Joe Biden has none of Obama's charisma. And even Kamala Harris, she does not have Obama's charisma. So now, on the local level, there are a lot of school boards out there that are really screwing things up. And there will be a lot of conservatives elected in local elections right now while the left isn't looking. You wouldn't believe the amount of influence you personally can have as a member of a city council, a county board, or even as a state representative or a state senator. And you can win those seats on your first run. Another MAGA wave is coming. Trust me, I know it. I feel it in my blood. And seats that were once out of reach for a right-leaning conservative are absolutely ripe for the picking right now. Thanks to the radical moves by Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and the socialists in Congress right now, and by local governments that are causing businesses and schools to stay closed. Those people that are masking you and forcing you to keep your businesses closed, guess what? They're handing you a victory right now. So CPAC is going to be big this year, and the state of the conservative movement is stronger than ever. And we have more people flocking to CPAC 2021 in Orlando, Florida, than I think will even be expected. It is getting exciting. And so we are going to go first to our folks around the country, going first to Jessica. Jessica, do we have you? Dr. Gina, I just recently learned about a website, and the website is trumpvoterslist.org. And when I first went to it to grab some information on what it was all about, this is what it looked like. And as you can see, it says, keep America honest, help us fight domestic terrorists. Then there's an area for anyone to submit names of people they know voted for President Trump and how they know that person.
The site says that it's run by an anonymous group that is, quote, a diverse group of patriots and people of color looking to make a positive difference in America by unmasking Donald Trump's supporters. And with that, many wonder if this site is even valid. But with the state of our national politics, uh, many are going to say that this is not out of the realm of possibilities and not to mention Democrats that are even in office and some on the left haven't been so secretive about them wanting revenge on Trump supporters and who they voted for. For instance, former spokesman for President Barack Obama, Hari Sevugan, who backed the Trump Accountability Project, an archival system, and Democrat Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who posted on November 6th, is anyone archiving these Trump psychophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? But Dr. Gina, it's difficult to pull up the website depending on your search engine as of now. But if I had to bet, I would go out on a limb and say that this group or this person who put up this website very much knew what they were doing and knew that they were going to try and basically get as much information as they could on vote supporters, knowing that they would have to probably take it down pretty quickly. Back to you. Thank you so much, Jessica. And that is Jessica, of course, from our Denver RAV headquarters there in Denver, Colorado. And we are going to go now all the way to our Washington, D.C. headquarters to our host of Just the News AM, Carrie Sheffield. Carrie, what do you have for us this evening? Hey there, Dr. Gina. I want to let you know about an exclusive that our founder, John Solomon at Just the News, has looking at the extent of what was happening with the FBI and its surveillance on the Trump campaign. A once secret FBI informant is report is revealing that the operation to spy on the Trump campaign was much wider than previously disclosed. This is looking at how agents directed an undercover informant to make secret recordings, pressed for intelligence on numerous GOP figures and sought to find, quote, anyone in the Trump campaign with ties to Russia who could acquire dirt damaging to Hillary Clinton. Now, this is a bombshell report because we had been told over and over that this was a narrow operation to surveil people like Carter Page. And we know also that the surveillance of him was obtained using a FISA warrant with information that was suppressed, which was that he was an informant for the CIA. And so just another bombshell to see the extent to which the FBI withheld information about how it was surveilling a U.S. campaign, arguably as some say, because this was a Democrat-led administration, the Obama administration, spying on a Republican campaign. Lots of questions here. We had a Republican congressman on this morning, Congressman Ted Budd from North Carolina. He says there should be a congressional investigation into this. We'll keep you posted on this. Now back to you, Dr. Gina. Thank you so much, Carrie. And we are so excited to bring you more from CPAC 2021. Coming up next, you're not going to want to miss this. If you've been tuned into our shows and our programming from this week, you've seen Ben Burkwam reporting news you're not hearing on any other network. He's been reporting to us from the border where they are just dropping the ball completely. The Biden administration forcing the workers to leave the area and stop building the wall. Ben Burkwam is going to be with us coming up in the next segment. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay with us. More coming at you from CPAC 21, 2021 here in Orlando, Florida. More Dr. Gina Primetime. 
Stay with us. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime, live from CPAC 2021 in Orlando, Florida. Ben Burkwam, as I told you, just back from the border, where he's been seeing the results of the Biden border policy firsthand. Ben has a cult following here at CPAC because of his amazing reporting, and he joins us now. Ben, uh, so glad to have you back. <laughs> You've brought show and tell. It's just like kindergarten again. I have, um, yes. And so do tell us. Um, start wherever you want to start because I know you've got a lot to tell us. Well, we've uh, so we're working on this special. Uh, had four days down on the border. Started in Arizona, went through New Mexico, ended up in El Paso, Texas. And really showing, painting a picture for the American people, a visual picture of, of what, uh, what is actually happening down there. From the ranchers who have, you know, they, these guys that, that have worked their whole lives, seven generations, have blood, sweat, and tears, and give everything they have to, to raise the food that we put on our tables. And now just seeing that undermined, not just with the, the what it really did was open up my eyes to so many other stories with radical environmentalism and, and all these other topics. But... When it comes to the border and border security and protecting American citizens, you know, it's just, it's shocking when you have these families that live down there. And, and day in and day out, they, like he, he told me, he said, I will not let my daughter out here onto this property. I mean, that, when you live in that state, we can't have a wall there, yet all of these elite politicians are protected. They have walls around their houses. They have armed guards at their houses, yet they don't want that for the American people. And so we went down there. We started uh, in New Mexico, or actually started in Arizona, went to New Mexico. And I have a little clip of uh, just a little teaser of what uh, you can expect on this special that we're going to do. Nobody right. has seen this. Nobody has seen this All footage right. yet. All right, so you're seeing it for the first time here, and, and you're seeing it. And then it I have a gift for you from this place that I went. Okay, all right. So let's let's roll this because you're going to see this here. You've seen it no place else, and I guarantee you won't see this on any other network. That's right. All right, let's roll. All right, let's go check it out. Watch out for that rattlesnake. Dale. So this is just covered, covered. Yeah, yeah, you never know if it's lice or whatever else is in here, but this cave is full, and this is just one cave on a mountain range full of garbage, people's clothing, of food leftovers, anything they want to dump before they get into America. I'm going to take the camera here real quick, Scott, and I'm going to just move up over here, just show you how thick this is. And you also have to be careful coming into these that there's nobody in them when you do come in, because you never know. They're typically, this is where they hide out during the day, and then at night is when they're moving. Unbelievable. Where is CNN? Where is MSNBC? Where... Where's the New York Times or the LA Times or any of these leftist media outlets out there? Why aren't they showing you this? Because they could. They know it exists. There's a reason why they don't want you to see it. There's a reason why the Democrats don't want you to see it. 
Because if you saw it, if you actually saw what was happening on the border, it would change your mind. If you saw the panties and the lubricant and the used condoms, and you saw the footage of guys carrying 50-pound packs of fentanyl across our border, it would change your mind. Anyone who supports open borders, they're only supporting a couple things. Drug trafficking, sex trafficking, and the cartels. And you got to ask yourself, why? This is Ben Burkwam for Real America's Voice, inside of a cave on the border of Arizona and New Mexico, showing you what's really happening. That couldn't really be more terrifying. And you're absolutely right. There's no excuse. I mean, no one is reporting this. It's not just CNN that's not reporting it. Ben, no one, no one's gone in those caves. You know, the first thing I noticed, the rattlesnake, which rattled me, but the, the first thing I noticed, Ben, were, were the flies. Yeah. Just the, the squalor, the danger to, no one would want any child in there. And they're worried about, I mean, I'm sorry, but the, the, they're worried about the conditions in the, in the U.S., this, it was nothing compared to that. This is, and I actually have a, a couple souvenirs. These are called carpet shoes. These are actually inside of the cave. Uh, these, by the way, a couple, it's, it's hard to be, uh, decide where to start. Yeah. This, these, this was 100 miles in past the border, 100 miles north of the border on a ranch. Uh, and these caves are all over the place there. If people think this is only a border issue. This is all the, 100 miles in. These carpet shoes are what they're called. Uh, they use them to walk across roads so that their footprints aren't uh, recognizable to Border Patrol. It's to help hide them. These are homemade in Mexico and then left in America once they get to a place where they think that they're, they're safe. Yeah. These caves, like you said, these Democrats who say that they're humanitarians, that they care about these people. Right. What, what you're saying when you say open borders, when you say that uh, this is okay, when you stop building the wall, is you're saying that you are okay with the cartels trafficking children, you're okay with them trafficking drugs, you're okay with them raping and murdering uh, women as they cross here. Young women are actually sent with morning after pills and birth control pills by their parents when they're sold to some of these people because they know they're going to be raped along the way. And these politicians, for them to look in the camera and lie to the American people and say, this is about compassion. If they actually cared about these children, they would say, stop it. We're going to stop the cartels because the cartels control this, all of this. Everything that you're going to see in this special that we created, again, that nobody else is doing. Anyone else could go do this. We're doing it. Anyone who supports it is supporting the cartels, and it is it's shameful. It's shameful. So what are your plans? Knowing what you know, are you going back? Uh, 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 how, 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 there's obviously more to explore. Yes. Like I'm sure it's like getting there and opening a whole oh can gosh. of worms. And now you want to go oh down a, a thousand different paths. Yes. I kind of want to go with you. I'm not yes. going to lie. I, you know, I used to live right there on the border. And I used to watch them cross over in the water all the time. Yep. It, was, it was a joke that right. there was even a fence there right. because right. It, it went like 20 feet out in the water and you could walk around it at low tide. And we used to joke about, you know, people would, we, there were, we knew people who, we knew kids, my kids new kids who went to school every day that crossed around there in the morning yeah. on, on a kayak <laughs> to come to school and, and parents who work there. So, so what are your plans? What's next? Well, first is this special we're going to be airing only on Real America's Voice News. Uh, it is, it's going to be eye-opening to say the least. Uh, it's the, the, the taste of what's happening. And then I plan to go across the entire border, starting in Texas. We're going to go from Texas to California uh, and multiple stops along the way. There are so many stories to tell. Dr. Gina, I mean, you would not believe, like you said, there, there are, in, in San Diego, for instance, there are schools who, half the school is made up of people that actually 
live in Mexico yeah. and, and cross over yeah. into America. People don't realize that. Yeah, the, it, was, it was commonplace. And all my kids knew it. And, and a lot of people that worked in, in California would just cross around. And then it was, it was a joke. Yes. It was literally a joke. And, yeah. and then on top of that, you go into Mexico. And now we have uh, American organizations down there that are, and they've been doing this since before Obama, that are aiding and abetting in this invasion, that are actually down there training people and, and we'll be exposing them and going down and showing what's happening there. The, uh, the sickest part of this is these organizations who are undermining American sovereignty are actually now suing the federal government because the federal government was investigating their activities, their sedition down in Mexico trying to undermine. Now they are suing the federal government now that the Biden regime has taken over and, and they're giving them cover. And so really it's, it's painting that whole picture and then showing beyond that because it, it's not just the border. Every single state is affected by this. What happens at the border ends up spreading through the rest of the country. Of course. Uh, California. Of course. Uh, illegal aliens make up 9% of our population, yet they make up 25% of our incarceration, our prison incarceration. Right. So, so you know, initially it's going down and showing just what hasn't been shown yet. Right. And then we'll, we'll continue to fight and show everything else. The avocado cartels, the drug cartels, the human trafficking, the tunnels, the training camps for terrorists yes. that are right on the other side of the yes. border. These yes. are all things that when you lived on the border, you knew. Yes. And, and this is why when I used to take my trunk gear out on the beach, when I lived in San Diego, I lived right on the border. I was literally less than a mile from the border in, in San Diego. And I used to take my trunk gear out on the border. And you know who would beg me for it? People on the the legal side. immigrants, yep. the legal Mexican yes. immigrants, because they knew how it was so dangerous for them to live um, in the in the neighborhoods just around the border because it was the legal immigrants who were terrorized by yes. the illegal yes. immigrants. The yes. legal immigrants, it's they who are terrorized. It wasn't the it wasn't the you know the, the, the people who were wealthy who were living in the in the gated neighborhoods. It was the legal immigrants who couldn't afford to live in the gated neighborhoods that were terrorized. So I'm so glad you're you're bringing all this out. You are, as I said, I want to go with you. You, you are welcome. I want to go with you. have an open invitation. I really do. I want to go with you. And, we might and have to get you different shoes to climb in the caves. Though. <laughs> you have a little known for my shoes. I, have, I, don't I actually my... have a pair that you can wear. <laughs> all right, deal. We're going to do it. And I appreciate you bringing all this to uh, CPAC 2021. This is this is groundbreaking and, and amazing, Ben. Thank well, you so, so much. And it's the stories that America needs to see. That's why we exist. That's why Real America's Voice that is. That is here. why we exist, to bring you stuff that nobody else says. Ben Burkwam, thank you. You're a hero. More Dr. Gina Primetime from CPAC 2021 coming at you here in Orlando, Florida. Jenna Ellis, former attorney for President Trump and brand new show host for RAV TV coming up next. Stick around. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, welcome back to Dr. Gina Prime Time. We're so glad you're with us here at CPAC 2021. And we have some big, big news for you. And this is breaking. We have a brand new show starting up next week on RAV. It's called Just the Truth. And there's nobody better to host it than the one and only Jenna Ellis. It will be appearing weeknights, 6 to 7 p.m., leading into this show, Dr. Gina Primetime, and... 
Jenna Ellis is with us right now. I'm so excited to have you with us. Thank you. I can't think of a better name for your show than Just the Truth because I know you are going to bring it. When you told me, Jenna, the concept of this show, I got so excited. Yes. We need this show. Tell us about it. Thank you. Well, I'm so excited, and it's called Just the Truth because we are starting with the truth. Uh, there is so much of the false narrative out there about what is truth, the redefinition, opinions versus fact. So we're going to talk just the truth. We're going to talk about the truth of the Christian worldview, of constitutional law, of uh, politics, of news of the day. And we're going to do some deep dives. So I'm very excited that the concept of the show is going to be an interview with uh, just one guest or panel really through the whole show so that we can really get into the meat and the heart of some of these issues that I think everyone is really wanting to hear about. Things about uh, like election integrity. What does the Constitution say about the right to keep and bear arms? What about religious freedom? What about uh, the church and the state? Where do we get this concept of separation of church and state? What does it mean? All of those things about how we can defend the truth and understand what is it we are conserving as conservatives. So as a constitutional attorney, I mean, there are so many times, Jenna, where I have called you and said, Jenna, what does this mean? What, what does it mean, standing? Why was this case thrown out for standing? You know, little things like that, that as we are going through life, you know, if you're not a constitu constitutional attorney, and frankly, even if you are a constitutional attorney, you might have to brush up on some of this because you Absolutely. just don't go through life knowing these things. You know, one of the most fascinating things, my husband went to law school, and one of the most fascinating things to me is the concept of negative rights um, that a lot of Americans don't understand. Um, and, and it's one of those things that, you know, we have a protection basically from our government is really what negative rights means in a nutshell. But I think it's really important to understand some of those basic things that we never get to take a deep dive yes. on. I could yes. not be more excited about this show. Yeah. And Thank I think you. as we're watching the news and we're watching things like court decisions coming down, um, things like um, just what you mentioned, the separation of church and state, most people don't even understand that that's not even enumerated in our Constitution, no, for crying out loud. Most people think it is. It doesn't appear anywhere. But, but that's the thing, Gina, is that, um, you know, like you said, so many people that I talk to and all the questions that I get on a regular basis on social media or just, you know, friends who are texting, hey, what does this mean? Uh, I think that there's such a passion to be able to defend our understanding of our government, of the Constitution, of the Christian worldview, of truth. And we want to be able to defend this from a legal perspective. And so this is really all about a return to civics and a return to understanding what is it we're conserving? How do we articulate that? How do we understand and process the events around us? Because so much of the news of the day, we have an, an, uh, a really a, an instinct toward what the truth is and also what the policy level should be. But we need to be equipped to really be able to go out and talk to our friends and our family. If you're a social media influencer, if you are, um, you know, just an interested party, if you're an interested citizen, how do we understand the world around us through the lens of truth and making sure that we don't just buy into the mainstream media's narrative, we actually can articulate and defend for ourselves what's going on in America and what the truth actually is. Yeah, there used to be a thing that a lot of people knew about called common law. And, uh, and, and learning that. And, there, and you used to be able to even know common law well enough to take a test and become a common lawyer. And, and in this day and age, I'll tell you what, 
we don't all have a pocket lawyer named Jenna Ellis <laughs> that we could just call when we were confused about things. And, and I uh, love when you do because it's so fun to talk about these things. But now we will have. We will have this show every night called Just the Truth where we can just literally watch and learn about whatever's in the headlines that day and you're going to deep dive it for us and cover it and so that we can all understand it. What a tremendous blessing. I can't believe no one has done this before, but it might be because there aren't that many constitutional lawyers out there, Jenna, who understand law with the depth and the aptitude and the wisdom, really, that you have. Because really, our law comes from Judeo-Christianity. Yes. And you're not going to duck that. A lot of lawyers today all. want to duck that. You're not going to duck that. Talk to that. Yeah, and so that's actually what my book is about. It's called The Legal Basis for a Moral Constitution, and it describes our founding from uh, the Declaration of Independence and from the understanding of the philosophy that our founders uh, recognized as truth and that they said in the Declaration that truth is discoverable. It's self-evident that human beings are made in the image of God. Our rights come from God, our Creator, not our government. So the sole purpose of government is to preserve and protect our rights that are God-given. So they designed our Constitution with this principle of limited government powers and that the sole purpose of everything our government does from a federal to a state and local level has to be with the philosophy and the orientation of preserving and protecting the rights that come from God. That is the only power that our government has. And that's why we're all so privileged to live in America right. that has a government that is uh, limited in that way. And so I'm really excited to do a deep dive into this to give people um, hopefully the courage and the passion to go out and speak on these topics with authority and also to interact with the show as well. And so I'm going to be taking your questions and uh, you can then, whether it's on social media or we're also going to put out um, an email address that if you have questions about any of the current events or just about election integrity or what happens, you know, on my state and local level, whatever that is, I want to be able to answer those and to really provide insight uh, to people because we really do need to return to civics. And I think there's really a hunger for that, uh, there especially is. after all that's gone on over the last four years and the last four months especially. You know, I remember the first night you and I had a really chance to sit down and talk and I think my research you know, brain just thirsted to know somebody like you and, and it was just interesting how we connected and I kind of had a feeling we'd be working together someday. It was I funny. <laughs> I think we even talked about it that night yeah. and then so much happened and it was just such a crazy election season and what a huge blessing that we have you here at Real Thank America's you. Voice and we're going to get to work side by side and in partnership with you and, uh, and do this amazing show called Just the Truth and that you're going to lead into this show is, is off the charts exciting. Thank you. I'm so excited to be at Real America's Voice too because this is such a great network that will provide that opportunity that it's not about Republican versus Democrat. It's not about party. It's not about anything other than speaking the truth and you do that on a nightly basis as well and you know we are genuinely conservatives that understand that all Americans should recognize that we are conserving our rights that are God-given. And so I'm really thankful for Real America's Voice for this opportunity, for your friendship, and I'm really looking forward to the start of the show next week. We're launching Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, and then it'll be on a nightly basis, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's gonna be so empowering for the average citizen to go equipped out into the world to know all this because I would venture to say, Jenna, that if people watch this show, they're going to know more than the average lawyer, judge, 
I hate to say it. It's true, though. Out there in America right now. So incredible. I'm super excited about this. Thank you. Me too. She will be 6 to 7 every single night, uh, well, Monday through Friday, uh, right before this show. And so you're not going to want to miss it. Jenna Ellis, thanks for being with us and telling us about the new show, Just the Truth. We will have more Dr. Gina primetime coming at you from CPAC 2021 right here in Orlando, Florida. And our meme of the day is up next. You never want to miss that. So stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Dr. Prime Time. We are so glad that you are with us. We are at CPAC 2021 here in Orlando, Florida, and this year's CPAC is just so different. The organized ditched the usual venue just outside of Washington, D.C. because of the obscene COVID restrictions inside of Washington, D.C. And so we are here in Freedom, Florida, where President Trump is going to speak on Sunday. Here with me now on the RAV set, Dave Zier and Amanda Head. And uh, how are you guys? I, have you had a chance to walk around? Are you enjoying I, there's, it seems to me just as crowded as any other CPAC. Amanda, what are you seeing? Yeah, and what's amazing is that they've had some technical glitches, as you know, you may not know actually, because I don't you've know. been on set. Their Wi-Fi went down for like two hours, so they weren't able to issue badges to people. Oh, right. But it's still filling up, so they must have gotten it, you know, gotten the Wi-Fi fired back up. Um, but I mean, you know, tomorrow is when all you know what is going to descend upon this complex because it's like the political nerd convention of the year and everybody <laughs> comes here so it excited is. for America and freedom and patriotism and there's going to be a whole lot of red, white and blue and it's going to be awesome. Yes. And Dave, you know, I one of the things was I was on my way here and I get this text from someone who was on their way up from Miami. Right. And he said, my understanding is they have masks and there, there are all kinds of rules. They're making you do temperature checks and all this. He said, I am not dealing with that. Yeah. People in Florida, they're not used to that. No, these counties, uh, they're blue counties, right? So yes. Orange County People and don't Val understand Demings. That. They think that every place in Florida, you don't have to wear any mask. And which yeah. is true in most places. So he was coming from a place in Florida. He's like, I'm not putting on a mask. I'm not going. He turned the car around and went back. Well, Stephanie Murphy and Val Demings, you know, uh, there's actually candidates who are going to be running against them here. Um, but they're, you know, they want to stick it in the ISC pack a little bit because it's a conservative forum. Uh, but it's That's very, what I wondered. Was this, I was so. this intentional yeah, to kind so. of stick it to Yeah, us. because <laughs> CPAC doesn't want to drive people away from the event. And the Hyatt Regency here has been really accommodating. But I'm sure they're getting orders from the municipality. But there's still a ton of people here. What will be really interesting tomorrow is to see if those 20-somethings come out who are the interns in D.C., the college students that come out every year. Um, you know, hopefully they can make it down here. It's a little bit of a different environment, but uh, it's going to be electric. You know, Christy Noem's opening for Trump, I think, on Sunday. Uh, everybody in the world is going to be speaking next few days, and uh, Real America's Voice News has the best coverage of anybody. So 
It's exciting. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And we are in the middle of so much that is happening. We've grown exponentially. We're launching all kinds of new shows. Our weekend lineup is, lineup is growing like crazy. And it's so exciting to have you all part of it. The news we're breaking between Ben Burkwam and all of his amazing coverage at the border. I don't know if you've seen all that. Unbelievable. So much happening here at RAV. Um, and I kind of feel like CPAC is the kickoff to what happens in the year of, um, of all goings on conservative, if that yeah. can be a term. Um, Amanda, what are you most looking forward to as we sort of turn the corner on a new year of politics? Well, I think at its core, what CPAC is supposed to be is a merging of the minds. It is supposed to be a brainstorming session on a grand scale level. And it is a chance for not only media folks like us, but politicians who come and speak to hear from people here. And, you know, obviously their constituents, whatever area they represent, that's important. But they need to hear from people within the movement who are saying, look, I know you're focusing on this, but this is what's important to our movement right now going forward. And as you were talking about, you always have so many young people who come to CPAC. And it's important to hear those voices because those people are going to be the people speaking 10 years from now and the ones who are controlling the party. So I think it's wonderful because it's where... It's where competing ideas get talked about and get combated and debated. And, you know, even on the right and, and even on the left, you have competing ideas within the movement and within the ideology. So it's important to kind of work those things out and, and you know, come to a consensus on what we really do stand for. And we know that there's, this little, there's a little bit of a chasm between the rhino Republicans and the, this new iteration, this MAGA movement. And I think that the predominant spirit here this time is definitely MAGA. Yeah, I was going to ask you, David, um, are you feeling some of that? Um, are you, do, are, do you think the Lynn Cheney's and the Mitt Romney's of the world are here at CPAC this year? Well, you know, I haven't heard as much of that this year. They'll play, they'll play that game. I don't know if they're showing up this year, but, you know, we're in the fight for our political lives. Free speech is under assault. You know, this is uh, the, the media today is kind of like TASS in Moscow. You know, we're trying to fight that. We're giving uh, the true perspective what's going on, but we're in the minority, so we have to fight. And that's what CPAC's all about. Every time I get depressed, because I live in New York, right? Yeah. And, and we're under like a socialistic, Marxist, progressive takeover. Yeah, we have New York and California yeah. here. You oh, all are just like, I don't even care. I'm in Florida. So like, we're, we're under assault every day. And we've seen our friends being taken off of Twitter, being taken off and, and, um, of, of, of mainstream media platforms, that every time I get depressed and then something like CPAC comes up or Turning Point SAS comes up or something that Real America's Voice News does, it gives me hope again, because this is the fight, because the more people that get out and support this, the less the government is going to be able to take our rights away, right? No, I really think so. It is interesting, though. You know, uh, I had Carrie Sheffield on my show last night. She was saying that in the state of Utah, Mitt Romney is far more popular with the Democrats than he is with the Republicans, and that it, it just almost seems as though uh, that faction of the party has almost turned itself over to the Democrats. Well, Romney has a 75% approval rating among the Democrats in Utah. Yes. But I think, I, yeah, I think Liz Cheney's vulnerable. I think uh, people can challenge her. And, you know, we have but, to but swing what back. My point is, David, and I don't want it to be missed, it used to be that we'd come to events like CPAC or other events like this, and there would be this kind of 
push and pull between the rhino, more rhino Republicans or the more moderate Republicans, as they like to call themselves, and the more conservative Republicans. It seems like they've just kind of disappeared. They don't show up at things like this anymore. Because people have lost everything during these lockdowns. People have lost their businesses. They see their parents suffering, this young crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, it used to be like that, and the straw polls were always very exciting at CPAC. I've been yeah. going since about 2011. Um, but, you know, I think the dynamic has changed. These people are here because they feel like um, there's, they have no representation. The GOP has not represented them locally in their congressional seats, and they're losing everything, and they're mad. So people are coming from all over the country, right? So. I mean, I came from California expecting to be maskless, so this was kind of a rude awakening. But with respect to that rhino wing that is not going to show up, I don't think that they have the, you know what, to, the, the gumption to show up. But I saw an op-ed today talking about Nikki Haley and how, you know, supposedly her feelings are hurt that she's not asked to speak here this time around. And the op-ed was... She would have been booed. Yeah, absolutely. She would have been and booed. I think, I think it was a favor to her that she wasn't asked yeah. to speak. And they were making the argument that she is, she's the Mitt Romney. She is the, she is the candidate for an unwinnable presidency because our party, thankfully, has moved to this America first position. And do you think that the reaction on the right is in reaction to the level of socialism that we're experiencing right now. You know, my doctor's orders last night had, a, had an amazing response. And I think, you know, I just said that I think we are in a state of, I, I just described it. I said, I, we, you know, they've told us what we can put on our face. They've told us where we can eat. They've told us we have to shut down our businesses. They've told us we can't go to our churches. They've told us we can't spend holidays with our families. They've told us we can't drive the cars we want to drive. They've told us they have to break us. They've told us, you know, and I went through a litany of what they have told us. And I said, explain to me why this isn't totalitarianism. Explain to me why this isn't socialism. Do you think that, that the reaction, that, that, that the mood at events like this is in reaction to the socialism and the totalitarianism that our government has sort of assumed. We are in the middle of a leftist takeover of the United States. It's kind of like, you know, Soviet propaganda combined with Chinese thought control and a banana republic election in Venezuela. People don't like what they see. They watch their president getting destroyed on CNN and MSNBC every single day. They're sick of it. And, you know, this is like the only forum left outside of, you know, a few others where people can actually come in person. We can't gather en masse anywhere else. There's no more Trump rallies. There's no more lockdown rallies. You know, so... People, are, people uh, need a place to vent, and, and it's kind of like we're being extinguished and the flame's being extinguished. I'm very worried uh, because people don't have the resources to fight back. You know, people, when the economy was so well, David, great... when you can't vote, yeah. when your vote doesn't count. Doesn't right. count. Yeah. And, and people's businesses, they can't travel to, like, you know, all over the country like they used to and spend 10 grand to come here and stuff like that, too, right, because they've been suffering. And, and that's the concern, is that our vote doesn't count. And unless, and, and this is why I have preached to my generation till I'm blue in the face about running for the unsexy seats. I know it's not that's sexy a great way to, to put run. It, Amanda. <laughs> well, you know. I know it's not sexy to run for, you know, even school board, things like that. You have to start small and start local because you know where the election laws are going to get fixed with local and state legislatures. How can we make it sexier? How can we make it more rewarding for people to run for those seats? Because I agree with you. And that's actually my battle cry just about every night on this yeah. show is, you know, 
if you really want to do something, don't get on Twitter and scream at people. Don't get on whatever social media you have and say how bad the state of affairs are. Don't sit idly by. Do something. You've got to get in the yeah. game. And if you don't want to put yourself out there, and I get it. I get it. They destroy people. Yeah, I, I get do. it. Yeah, um, if you don't want to put yourself out there, then send $1,000 to the person that you will get behind. Yeah. Offer to run the campaign of the person that you will get behind. Do something. Volunteer. Take an active yeah. role. You know, Dr. Gina, um, I feel that this is really a battle, not so much between party lines, but it's fighting the institutional bureaucracy, the monolithic pension system of federal, state, and local government. You know, how do you fight it? Who do you support? Your local GOP in New York, they support the municipal unions. They support the excessive salaries that are double the private sector salaries. These people feel like they do not have the representation. So I don't know where you go from here. You know, do you start the new party? Or do you, you know, drive the GOP to the right? You know, I don't know what all the answers are yet, right? I've been in politics for 33 years. I can't, I can't speak for these people who are, have been hurt so bad and they have no voice. Yeah, it really, it really does, it really does feel like um, we are at such a threshold. Um, and you know, I wouldn't even say we're teetering. I used to say we're teetering on the edge of socialism. I think we are oh, there. there. Yeah. We are there. And, and that's what I try to communicate with the audience um, on this show. And so then what are you going to do about it? You know, there's this, there's this lady that I interviewed at the very beginning of my radio career, and I talk about her a lot. She's still alive. She's into her 90s now, Kitty Worthman. She sat in an Austrian uh, gulag concentration camp next to her mother. She was six years old when Austria was overtaken by Nazis. And she tells about how she asked her mother, Mother, what were you doing? And I wrote about it in, in at least one of my books. I think my first book I wrote about it, maybe my second one. And um, and I said, and she said, um, what were you doing when we were overtaken? And she said, well, I was, I had you in the best dresses. I had you at the best school. I had you taking piano and violin and yeah. you were taking all the best classes. And she said, but no, what were you doing to fight the Nazis as we were overtaken by socialism? Because Nazism is socialism. And she knows this now. And she said back during Obama, she told me when I was just starting in broadcasting, this would have been 10 years ago. Um, she said, this is what's happening right now and I'm watching it and I'm trying to do whatever yeah. it is to stop it. And she said, I want to stop it, but I don't know how to tell America. This is what I saw in Austria happening right now in America. This was 10 years ago, folks. We're there now and you've got to fight with everything you've got. And that's really where, yeah. where we are right yeah. now. We have to fight with everything we have. We are really there. And so, um, so it does get heavy, but that's exactly what things like this are all about, that we can still gather. This is a, a very big beacon of hope. Um, and that Florida is free and there are states like Florida and like Christy Dome State and like Texas and other states where we are still free and we can still gather. And so we will. And uh, and that's and, and this is where ideas are exchanged and great things happen. That's right. And they haven't shut us down yet. Not so yet. I hope that you all need to, um, as you are deciding exactly what you're going to do about the fact that we have been taken over by socialism, you need to resign yourself to watch RAV every single day and watch this show every single day. And this is where you'll get your answers. And that's your doctor's orders for today. And with that, we need to get to our meme of the day. All right, now this meme of the day, we have a big white Coca-Cola polar bear. Who doesn't love that polar bear he's pictured here? And he has been given a pink slip because he's too white to work at Coca-Cola. 
Amanda? Okay, well, you know, my good friend Dave Zier is so full of good information, but I think he was too shy to discuss and to kind of flaunt his knowledge. I didn't know this, but polar bear skin is black. Yeah, so only think, Dave Zier would know, I know. this. So only Dave Zier. Well, they're what, discriminating against the bears, <laughs> you and, know? And that's so. what I'm saying. I think what we have here is a situation where they're firing not a polar bear, but Rachel Dolezal. And people like that. So, <laughs> okay, right. yeah. somebody it's get so her on true. the phone. It's right. so true. So, yeah, so she's the definition of trying to be less white. It's a fiction. Um, you know, these people have to get back to reality. Uh, we're warping our children. We're, we're giving uh, people a sense of entitlement where they shouldn't be. Um, and we're, we're trying to drag down the other side. And corporate America is completely unhinged. Um, you know, so uh, these companies, you know, have to stop with the cancer culture. And uh, we're not going to survive as a nation if we keep doing this. No, absolutely not. Dave Zier, Amanda Head, thank you for being here. And thanks to all of you. We will see you right here tomorrow night at CPAC 2021. Thank you for joining me. Thanks to everyone here at your new home for Real News, RAV TV, Real America's Voice, live from Studio 6B, up next with Damon and the gang. Hug your children, love your God. You go boldly now and live the truth. Good night, everybody.